1: Tell this, but we don't show prep, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, it. It. I just barely really make it <laughs> in,
1: <laughs> you know, I'm sure you get sober, we don't show prep. I mean, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here.
3: The hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already. It's Merced, ha ha. It's the Six Rig Kane Show. Can't forget the name though. Got jazz, blue, vision. DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing them. Ain't no breaking them. Real poor alive from the Hall ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the Six Rig champs, It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards, a hurricane that's never still. Put the damage to your squad. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show.
1: um, I wanted to kind of, you know, we mentioned you mentioned a little bit blue uh earlier in in the show about how this team and you know reacts to to this loss and how they, you know, you know whether or not you know a lot of people are saying whoa, you know, Mario's lost their locker room, he's lost this, the coaching staff is That's screwed, crap. yada yada yada. That's a but obviously it's a bunch of crap, right? This is a different program, but not only from a team perspective, but you're talking about from a recruiting perspective. A lot of people also thought, oh God, he this is gonna ruin the whole entire recruiting uh class that he has in 2024. Hey, by the way, guys, they just signed one of the top wide receivers in the country yep. on a flip from Georgia. All right? right. Right after the game. Right after the game. So <laughs> I think we all need to take a step back and realize that this is one game that they did lose, right? But the consensus from what I from what I hear from people that have been saying this is that uh, a lot of the recruits that were at the game, you know, maybe not all of them were mentioning it, but a lot of recruits at the game were actually more upset that Miami got robbed. Not that Miami played bad, or that the wide receivers didn't, you know, because obviously you've got, you know, you've got Nykar, you've got J- uh, JJ, you know, Jeremiah Smith in the stands. Um, Blunt.
2: Yeah, a bunch who, of guys. You
1: got a whole bunch, but but let's say you got some of these really good wide receivers out there, and. Obviously, the play calling wasn't great. The wide receivers didn't do much except for X and Kobe, Kobe on that one really nice play. But you'd you think that you know, <laughs> oh wow, well the offense didn't, uh, you know, no. The night car commits right after, you know, and and that that just tells you again the type of relationship and the way that these coaches and this team is put together. Like this is a different team. You, you, you're gonna have times where you where you have mistakes and you do, the, you know, this type of yeah. stuff. Yeah,
2: no, you're right. But you're right. To be
1: quite honestly, the, you know, the, the recruiting apparently actually didn't take a hit. If anything, it helped. And they were, you know, a lot of
2: more talking about how they thought They'll we be got fine. One so, game is not going to dictate something like that, especially when you're making your commitment, not only for the football program. Absolutely. But- but for a city that you could work out 365 for an area that's a lot of fun. You got the beaches, you got everything to go with it in the off season. Now nah, I, I just think it goes deeper. You know, that jazz. And, uh, Absolutely.
1: and I, that's what I wanted to hear from, from you before we talk a little bit about UNC before we close out is, you know, recruiting, this is a, this is a long game, man. This is a marathon of course, but no doubt. Not now that the, I, th- I think they moved up to like number 11 in the country uh, in recruiting for 2024 this is a really, really, really good recruiting class. And they aren't done. They're not done at, at, no. at the wide receiver position either. So let's talk, you know, your, your take on what you can see moving forward now. I mean, believe it or not, December is less than two months away from, right there. Day. That's crazy. from early signing. It is crazy, right? So you're going to see some of these guys sign on the dotted line. majority of them are going to. And you're still going to see some other guys that are coming commit between now and then. Um I mean, it's, it's still, it's still, it's still an opportunity for Miami to really go out there and have a great recruiting class. How how do you feel that, you know, this team, obviously this, I don't think this loss affects them
3: no.
1: uh, in any way, but are you, are you hearing from any recruits And obviously we don't have to mention any names as far as how they feel about this program as a whole?
2: Yeah, no, I have a lot. And I talk to them all the time and they're just, they're totally sold on what, what this team's got. I mean, they're not, Blind by the fact that they know what type of talents on the team, Uh, the lack they know, lack of depth, you know, is is huge. And, uh, you know, and I talked to quite a few of men, their parents and the coaches. And it's funny, I walked in uh, with uh, to the game with Xavier's mom and dad. And I just want to say that he graduates in December and he's going for his master's. So I just want to let everybody know that, you know, here's a guy that gets it done both places. And believe it or not, that's a huge recruiting tool. Because he's well-liked, well-respected by everybody. And when they see, oh, yeah, oh, by the way, Zay's got our, the second-best GPA on the team, and he's going to graduate, and he probably is going to come back next year. But I think that what you want to watch for in the offseason, in addition to what they bring in in, that, in a recruiting class, is what they bring in through the portal and i told you they're going i'm not going to mention any names but i will down the line but i know they're going after a certain quarterback pretty hard and if they get that quarterback then there's there's a spot filled right there that you know could come in and and help still bring along the other guys that are young and the incoming guys that are young uh, and then they're working on a, a like at least 10 12 portal kids and that really, as you ask Florida State and a couple of other programs, that turns your fortunes around pretty damn quick. You know, I talked to, you know, the Florida State has a kid named Bethune from Miami Central, started out at UCF. His dad was a principal. I talked to him the other night at the Norland Central, at the Norland Booker T game. And... Uh, he said, you'd be surprised. You bring in five, six kids like they did with Johnny Wilson and some of those guys, and it turns your fortunes around. And I think that's what Miami's going to – what they did this year on the offensive line and brought in a couple of key figures on the defensive side of the ball. So in addition to what they're going to get, you know, in this class, and and you said you alluded to it, Jazz, it's a, a really good class. You know, I mean, you know, anything is in the top 15, and you're, you know – like this said before, the Power Five kids, Georgia Tech, got they may not be upper echelon, but they're good enough to have attracted you know more than Georgia Tech offers, and a lot of guys that go to Georgia Tech, like Miami, and you, know, you just can't go there. I mean, you got to have some aptitude to go there, and you have to get it done in the classroom. Believe it or not, and uh, that's that's there's a lot goes into this recruiting that a lot of people don't even understand, and and I listen to guys like. You know, I mean, I like Gio and those guys like that, but they just talk out of out of their butts sometimes about oh there's nobody's gonna go here. What? You can't be in tune to recruiting and say things like that. You really can't. You should you should be honest with yourself and know this recruiting thing comes down to a, like a three, four year deal because everyone gets to know each other, there's relationships made, and then the kids you bring in through the portal. Here's a perfect example. How many kids did Miami bring in this year that had ties to one of the coaches? A yeah. lot, yep. a lot. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't come down to just, oh, kids that kid's in a portal. I've never seen him play. Or, hey. No, these guys have seen
1: them play,
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah, Coach Nicholson uh, coached him, you know, in the past. So he knows all about him. Uh, you know, like the, the kid, uh, what's his name? They brought in the linebacker from Louisville.
1: Yeah, KJ Cloyd.
2: Yeah, Cloyd. I mean, so they're, that to me, if you really sit back and understand the whole process of recruiting, It's not just an X's and O's deal. There's a lot more to it. Relationship. You want these kids to come on campus and not, oh, there's a kid that can run or this. He goes, no, he's a great kid. You know, he hangs out with everybody. And, you know, they go out every Friday night. And, you know, the linemen, uh, you know, the the quarterback and the running backs pay for the lineman stakes and stuff, you know, things like that. That's what those kids do during the summer. Yep. So it's got to be a total deal. You just can't have a come in a kid come in and he's just a great football player. He's got to be a fit. And that's why I always say well, you bring in 15, 16 new kids, they're all 15, 16 individual kids. You have to shape them into you know your team play. That's why you look at a, a program like Alabama or a program like Georgia. They get those kids from the beginning and they drum and that's why every year you say wow Georgia just you know got 20 kids drafted and then all of a sudden they got 20 more and they got 20 more because they build that foundation and that's what Miami's trying to do now you know back in the day when we got Leonard Taylor he was the only one you got you know, Alabama gets three of those kids every year and, and, and Ohio State. So that's what Miami's striving for. And if, if they could get kids in to buy into the system and, you know, because they're using a lot of younger kids now that they really, you know, if they're at another school, they may not be seeing the field as much. But that's all the whole process. So, you know, I kind of, you know, Vish kind of said it last week that this is a work in progress. This isn't anywhere near a finished product. Right. And it's tough to tell the fan base that's been muted so much over the last, what, 20-something years that this is not the type of team that's going to win you a, ch- a national championship. There's so many more things that have to happen. And people aren't patient. You get off to a 4-0 start, and they're they're, they're printing up national championship yeah. and right. right You right. can't do that. You just you, you you got to understand that it's all a process, and you know I'll talk. And there's a lot of people now sitting watching. they ah oh, come on, yeah, you're full of it. You know they no, I'm not because I see the process. I've been around the process, and I know what it takes. And certainly, Miami's when I hear oh, let's fire these, guys. fire them. Who are you gonna get? Who are you gonna get that's gonna bring you everything? Yeah, that that's not even a
1: discussion worth
2: having. Not even, not even. So, I you know, I kind of flip through that all the time, but uh, no, nah, I just you know, I I, I promise, yeah, yeah, this is always right. He apparently,
1: is, apparently, 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 I a,
2: apparently, I have a mental breakdown over here. It's he's,
1: he's not a recruiting guru, yeah, so he, he kind of leaves this up to uh, yeah, this is to, the, this to the this is Blue's time, time to shine here in DJs, yeah, blue.
2: Um, yeah, DJ, you got to start, uh, you know, chiming in on those things because I know that you love that that aspect yeah. of the game and you watch that as yeah. much as anybody. I mean, you understand what a roster is. Uh, you know, speak on that because I think that you know that Miami's got to be a deeper team. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
5: They definitely have to be a deeper team. And, you know, you have to look at it from a fan perspective. And I know this is easier said than done. But when you try to sell kids – you know to a program you not only have to sell them for 2023 you have to sell them for all four years and you know as a <laughs> coach you know you kind of have to communicate clearly what your plan is for the program and have a detailed plan yeah. of what you want to do and mm-hmm. you know by by all accounts mario has been able to wow with his recruiting visits and his plans and his outlines and things like that because you know, you guys know as well as I do that, you know, recruits can smell BS from a mile away. Yeah, and, oh sure. And so a solid plan needs to be in place in order for for recruits to buy in and for recruits to, you know, kind of, you know, take that next step with the program, which is why, you know, something like Saturday's loss, yes it hurt, but recruits are looking at long term and they definitely see what the program is trying to build here and they're not freaking out over one game because they see that there's a strong plan in place and not just a coaching staff that is going in, you know, 75 different directions. Very
1: well said, DJ. Makes makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely.
3: The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah, yeah. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah, yeah. The Six Rig Kane Show. Ha, ha. You know